0: Welcome to the Talking Minds podcast.
1: Come join us as we chat about a whole host of mindset related issues, giving you both the male and female perspective.
0: And don't miss out on some of the exciting interviews we'll be conducting with some truly inspirational guests.
1: My name is Marcus Matthews, and I'm a rapid transformational therapist whose quest is to transform people's minds. To reach their own personal greatness.
0: My name is Tracy Carroll. I'm a rapid transformational therapy practitioner, and my mission is to end the stigma surrounding mental health issues and show people they no longer need to suffer in silence.
1: So let's get going and let the podcast begin. Hey, everybody, welcome to this amazing episode today. We've got Joanna Bullock from Blossom Coaching with us today um we've had to split this into two parts it was such an amazing interview that we had with joanna um, i'm not going to go into any uh, anything else about this um podcast however just strap yourself in because this is a lesson for life Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talking Minds. We have an amazing guest on today. It is Joanna Bullock, business strategist from Blossom Coaching. Hi, Joanna.
2: <laughs> I was drinking water. I didn't expect it. To I, did, be- I
1: did that on purpose because I could see we're, we're on Zoom. I could see that. Hi, you everyone. Water. I just thought <laughs> I was that was fun. Water. <laughs> uh, Tracy's here again as well. Say hello, Tracy. Good morning,
0: everyone. Good
1: morning. Good morning, Joe. Morning,
0: Marcus.
1: Yeah, so I'm really excited about this one. Uh, we've been trying to get um, Joe on the podcast for some time, and we've eventually done it. So I want to know. We're going to delve deep. We, myself and Tracy have known Joe for a bit. Um, we've been working with Joe. She is an amazing, authentic business strategist, helping mums and me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I'm,
1: I, we are going to talk about that <laughs> yeah let's bring that up but not quite yet uh yeah so um, do you know let's delve straight in joe tell us who you are what you do who you're serving um yeah and yeah let's go let's delve in tell us all about you it's oh,
2: the biggest question of all isn't it um okay so i'm joe um i help mums And Marcus, Um, I help mums (laughs) build their online businesses to six figures. Um, So basically, I'm a mindset and business strategist, which means that I use both the, obviously, our minds, because as we know, and listeners listening in, if you don't know, 80% of the work that you put in will be your mindset. And obviously, 20% is the strategy. So that's what I help with. I combine both efforts of those. Um, I've been doing this since 2015, Um, well I went online in 2015, and pretty much it's grown from there, Um, I have my own group and lots of different little programs, but the main thing is obviously I've been helping you guys in the mastermind, Um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's great, it's how I, you know, make my living, and I'm very, very pleased about that, Um, yeah,
0: so that's about it, really. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So Jo what um, got you into this line of work in the first place? Oh my god Um, so basically I was
2: working in a corporate job um, in London. I worked in business development for 20 years and basically I was just bored of the the run-of-the-mill kind of stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and also whilst I was actually working in the corporate world um, I'd had a pretty kind of I'd say an epiphany, really. Basically, when I started, I just lost my dad to cancer. Um, and I was like, right, you know, this is my life. He's gone now because I was a carer, both my mum and dad, because they had both had cancer at the same time. And I was like, right, you know, I'm free. Um, this is amazing. And I just excelled in the the corporate world. And very quickly, my mum well. And unfortunately... Or fortunately now for me, because that was the the road that I'm now down now, um, she died three years later. So it was that epiphany that I really needed to make that shift. I think a lot of people kind of get stuck in their comfort zone and institutionalized, so to speak, in working and doing the nine to five job. And it was at that moment that I started asking myself questions like, what? am i doing like you know they hadn't even reached retirement age they were both 60 years old they were just about to retire um and i just thought to myself do i want to spend the rest of my working life going up london i mean i had a very good job i was only going up into london for meetings i went from home but even so i just felt totally soulless and totally unfulfilled and it was it was at that point where I went into counselling. I had um, obviously gone through such a traumatic time in three years. I'd actually lost five in five years. I've lost five family members, including both my parents, my grandparents, and my aunt. So I was like in this stage of like, what the hell? Like, how is this? How, what's the point in this life? We'll just stop. Cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there has to be something else, right? And I actually just started um, doing a lot, a lot of kind of personal development because i was having major anxiety i couldn't even get on the train Um, at one point somebody called the like called the emergency called because i was having a major anxiety attack i thought I was having a heart attack at the time because i didn't understand what it was Um, there were so many things i was having crippling migraines i.e i was having them every single day like every single day and i couldn't function and at that point i thought something's got to change so i went into therapy um and i had something called emdr um Mm -hmm. and everyone can look that up because i can't remember what it's called (laughs) eye movement desensitization something or other anyway so um and then my counselor actually sat there and said to me do you know what you've gone through such a traumatic life like you know this is just a, a, a this is just a part of it So mm-hmm. you know, you're so positive even now you are seeing the silver lining you would make an amazing coach and I was like what the hell is a coach like, what does that even do you know um and she was just explaining to me like you know life coach you know they, they you help people through transformation and I was just like that's a job like what, what? <laughs> someone job? gets paid for that <laughs> do this stuff and I was like, well, well, why? Why? Okay. So, and I just thought to myself, well, and then the weirdest thing happened. I didn't know anything about law of attraction. I didn't know anything about anything, no energy, nothing. I, didn't, I was very much like um, a, how would we say it? Like a creator, but not a subconscious creator or not yeah, conscious right. creator. I was a conscious creator. Living in the logic. Creator. So I was exactly that, and I was like, "Okay." She gave me the book, "The Secret." So really, I kind of owe everything to my counsellor, Anne, yeah. who um, <laughs> who isn't a counsellor anymore. But she, yeah, <laughs> she um, but she gave me the tools and the kind of the starting point, and that was it. And that just me. That was it.
0: Do you think that the universe put her? in your path at that point to
2: guide you oh, to where it's to be? Oh, without a doubt. It was a lined action, without a doubt. You know, because when you ask for help, someone's there to pick up the pieces. So, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, yeah, it's, I find it, this really interesting. When you look at a lot of the people that we maybe look up to that are doing coaching or they're doing this sort of stuff at a very high level, and you look at where they've come from, and even great people in business, they've all come from a struggle and would you say that it's at the point you notice that when you hit those pain points they're there for a reason they're like junctions in in the road and you can either carry on going down that pain path or you can choose to use that as a lesson so you don't see it as pain you, you see it as a as a lesson to go Whoa, wait a minute I, I, something needs to change here and as soon as you start recognizing that stopping breathing and then going, right, I need to change direction. Would you say that that's how you felt at that time and that's how you've led onto the path that you're on now?
2: Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I truly – I mean, there's a saying, isn't it? You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I truly believe that every single person has to work through their pain struggles and work out who they really want to be, you know? So at the end of the day, without a doubt, yes – um, and I would also say now that when there is a challenge in my life and there has been um, like struggles and stuff, I take time out. I know exactly that I've got the resources. I know that the, you know, the, inner, you know, the inner me, the, my soul will show me a way, will obviously lead me in the right direction. And I need to trust that intuition. And I also know that because I've gone through so much and like had such trauma, that i can do anything and i and i will be okay because i've got past evidence of it
0: you know yeah you've survived it before so there's nothing that that could be thrown at you that you're not going to be able to battle through and yeah
1: so in regards to that that you had that old corporate lifestyle and and i think all three of us here know that There's so many people that are just on that treadmill of life and they go to work, they're waiting to get that pension. So they work all their life to die and go, what did I do with my life? Mm -hmm. So if you compare your old life where you're going up to London, how many hours were you putting in, you know, and how many hours are you putting in now and how has that affected you financially just by making that shift in your mind to go, this is crap. Why am I doing this to myself? So life changed for you by changing that mindset and going for your purpose.
2: Well, I think your your entire it didn't happen overnight, and I think that's a really important thing to say to to people that are you know that are leading themselves into or wanting to go down that entrepreneurial path. This isn't overnight. You know, I didn't just sit there and go, "Right, that's it. Fuck it. I'm gonna hand my notice in. I'm gonna resign tomorrow. I'm gonna be a coach." (laughs) It didn't work like that. No, I had to hustle. I had a very high level job in terms of I was working 60 to 70 hours a week. So although I was, I wasn't always traveling to London, I had networking events, I worked from home and I was logging in until like nine, 10 o'clock at night. You know, it was a ferocious and ever continuing like saga of crap, you know, thrown at me. And at the end of the day, I loved it. But they got to a point where I was thinking, how long can I sustain this actual like you know hustle for before I feel like I'm in utter burnout um, and it didn't take too long but once again I was asking the universe have been read the, the secret and was practicing the daily practices and doing the inner work which inner work we'll, we can talk about later on but I was practicing everything on a daily basis and it got to a point where I thought if I had a way out I can make this work and then what transpired was just that I, I could take voluntary redundancy, and I was the only person that was asked. And I was like, "Boom, there you go," That's you know. It. And I, again, we had to go through a whole host of shit. I mean, it really was quite horrendous, you know. I mean, I was being bullied and everything else that you can imagine that goes on in the workplace, right? Um, but I got what I wanted, and with the money that I left with as well, I also um managed to sell my house do up my old house sell my house so i made a lot of money on that so it allowed me not only the time freedom but the financial freedom so there was a huge shift but i think it's important to say that and i think everyone listening to this will appreciate this it starts with a decision yeah to fully go into it if that's what you want to do you need to fully commit and make that decision.
0: Yeah, throw yourself straight into it with no sort of like
1: fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you mentioned you mentioned a couple of times the secret. For those people that uh, aren't aware of the secret, the secret you can get it on Netflix. It's a great book and it's mm-hmm. all about law of attraction. Um, for those people who don't know, one of the people who was involved in the, the making of the book, the film, was a guy called Bob Proctor. Um, so. I know you've got some links to Bob Proctor. If people don't know who Bob Proctor is, you really need to go and look out who Bob Proctor is. He's kind of the godfather of all this stuff. Yeah. um, How did you, where did the secret sort of find out about the secret? And then how did that lead to the other stuff with Bob Proctor and all the rest of it?
2: So basically I just, I was actually watching The Secret. Um, so I had the book and I was watching it on, I remember specifically watching it on, um, on on YouTube maybe or something like that. It was on a video anyway. And I was watching it on the train and I was thinking, oh, this is such powerful stuff. And the Bob just kept talking. And every time Bob spoke, I really felt he was touching my soul. Like it sounds like from a soul point, I was like, Everything he said made sense. And I was like, and I suppose I was just like, everyone else in there, there was like Lisa Nichols in there. There's loads of other amazing people in there, Um, you know, and and, and really inspiring people in there that have, you know, have lived through miracles. Um, But every time Bob spoke, I just thought... I. I need to find out about this guy. He's he's, he's really quite cool. Um, and he was also mentioned Napoleon Hill, which is a book that I've just started reading. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Um, and I just felt like I had a connection, even though I didn't have a clue who this guy was. And I just started looking him up and he's like the personal development, like king. Um, he transforms people's paradigms, which is the habit led you know, like whatever you do every day on a subconscious and autopilot. He changes that part of you. And I thought to myself, I've led a life of negativity, right? And my entire life has been like one shitstorm after another, right? I was in drama-led kind of fueled environment continuously. If it was going to happen, it would happen to me. And it was constant. And I just kept thinking something's got to change. So I just started looking him up and I just thought, fuck it. I've got to work with him like this is obviously meant to be so the money that I got from my house I just invested in him it was like eight thousand pounds and I was like right I'm doing it and I got into his mastermind which meant that I had access to him and it was such a like a life-changing experience my paradigms me my entire sort of like belief system changed it wasn't quick it wasn't overnight but slowly but surely, I started getting more positive and more positive things started happening to me. And I just had a better outlook on life. The perspectives changed, you know, from being sort of totally negative to just looking at the brighter side of things, you know.
0: Was there any point that once you decided that you wanted to work with him or you needed to work with him, that you were like, oh, that's a lot of money. What if this doesn't pay off? What if this doesn't do what I think it's going to do? Did you ever have that kind of fear? Yeah, of course. And I think that's
2: in every single person's, um, you know, every person's mindset is the same. No one's going to go, right, yes, let's just spend 20 grand and let's have no results. No, no one's going to say that. No one wants, everyone wants something tangible, right? But the thing is with this is just that, you know, he was someone that I was led to. and, And when I said I was, you know, the secret, you know, my counselor gave me the secret, the secret then led me to Bob. Everything was a correlation. And I was like, this is all perfect divine timing, right? And it was all aligned. And I knew at that point that I needed to change things. I wasn't happy with not just who I was, but how my life was transforming. And I wanted to know that, you know, I was stepping into this coaching arena. I've just done my coaching diploma, but I was a bit like, now what, you know, all these like niggling beliefs. I still had the devil and the angel on my shoulder. And I was a lot of the time led by fear, so the £8,000 wasn't like, oh my God, yes, hands it over and just like, you know, have a party afterwards. I was shit scared and I was really worried and I was like, will I ever get anything from this, you know? But it also led me to Linda. Um, Linda, who's his wife and I started working with Linda as well. Um, it didn't go well because she was in network marketing and I'll be honest with you, it just didn't work for me. Doesn't mean it doesn't work for anyone else, mm-hmm. but... It led me to an inner circle, which was such a positive experience, and the mastermind people involved in that experience as well are still my friends, dear friends today. And you know, and we all talk to each other. I mean, it's an it's just an amazing experience to have. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I think it's really important to just clarify a few things in regards to when we talk about eight thousand hmm. pounds. It is a lot. It's absolutely a lot of money, and we've talked personally about money blocks and that sort of stuff. <laughs> mm. and I think I think just to just to clarify with people if you haven't got the money that absolutely is we all understand that there's still practicalities of the fact that you've got to be able to afford the mortgage you've got to be able to afford to survive however I think the really important thing that I would like people to focus on there is the fact that you found something and you started to make that shift and i think from my own perspective um i've i'm coming across lots of blocks huge blocks but actually once you get that belief and that knowing it might take longer than you think vision lakani says in the code of the extraordinary mind he says people overestimate what they can do in 12 months but underestimate what they can do in three years so, I think for anybody who's kind of listening to this podcast and going, Oh my God, well, you, you were lucky because you have this money. You weren't lucky at the time. At the time, you're probably absolutely crapping yourself and everything was going wrong. But as soon as you make that mind shift, just go, I need to do this. Don't something
2: yeah, but don't forget this is two years after my mum had died. So I wasn't in a you know, um, you know, like I said, I've lost a lot of family members in like So I wasn't in a, and this is the thing I want people to know, I wasn't in a space of the the, the Joe you see now, the energetic and the, you know, like a loving life Joe isn't the person that was, you know, I was very sort of like aggressive. I was very volatile. I was a very sort of like, you know, I always got in fights. I was always having fights. I was always having like, and I mean like I attracted so much drama to myself and to my life. It was a chaotic mess. Now, what I wanted from that, and I made a decision was I wanted a calm life or a peaceful life, but I wanted to work with my passions. And once I'd made a decision to actually say, there is more to this life, there is more to me, and I am now prepared to make that change and to make that shift, that's when the correlation started to happen. But just to go back onto the money side of things, no, you don't have to spend an absolute fortune. However... The point of this is, if you want to change yourself, you are then being led down a path from people that have made that change. And they have also invested heavily in themselves. To date, I have spent 25 grand on myself, on my personal development. Now, that's a deposit for some people's houses. And did I have that money? No. I didn't just have that money, you know. Things have happened that have put that money in my path. You know, so like the last time I um, invested in a coach, I had zero money. I was on maternity leave. I didn't have any any money, like statutory maternity. So if no one knows what that is, it's like 100 quid a week, right? I didn't have no money. And we were building a house at the same time. So if you can imagine, like I had zero, zero in the bank, right? And I was like, right, okay, I couldn't coach, I had a newborn baby. How can you coach and have a newborn baby and build a house? It was impossible. However, what actually happened was that I made a decision, I needed to up game, I needed to step up and I, need, and I needed help and I needed to know that someone had already done it, someone had already been walking in those shoes and that they knew the strategy behind it. So what happened was I had a call. And I was like, I've got to work with this woman. I don't know how. I have no fucking money. I don't even know how this is going to work. The next day I got a text message to say that my credit card limit had been increased. Now, you say to me, people say to me all the time, oh, but I don't want to get in debt. I don't want to get in debt. But I see this as a good debt because now I've got a strategy in place that I didn't have beforehand and I will continue to invest in myself. And that comes back twofold because now I've got clients coming on board that I'm then teaching them the same strategy as what I've been taught with all the mindset stuff that Bob taught me. Yeah. So do you see how heavily investing in myself then changes other people's lives?
1: Yeah, and I, you know, I, think, I think that's really important, and, and I absolutely agree with you. And the analogy that I give when I speak to my clients, um, when they say, you know, ooh, that's quite expensive, um, is it's, it's quite simple. If you want to drive in a Formula One race, and you rock up with a Fiat Panda, that's not, you're not going to do that. So if you want to buy a Fiat Panda to win the Formula One race, it's not going to happen. You have to put that investment in, and sometimes if you can't afford it, just reading a book. There's loads of stuff out there. You know, I know you do a lot of free masterclasses. That's how we got together. Um, I know that you know I've got my course and I've traded us her courses. So a lot of these places, Mind Valley, has got absolutely loads of free courses, and absolutely yes, at the end they'll go. It's six, seven hundred dollars. It's two thousand dollars. You know, you want to go and work with some of these top people. They're top people. And the reason why the people are at the top of their game are at the top of their game is because they're investing in, in those people. And I think it's really important that this takes time. This takes time. You know, and I, you know, I personally owe you so much. <laughs> and that will get that gets that will get paid back. You know, um, and I think that sometimes if we think about our money as energy. And sometimes we're lacking energy. Yeah, yeah. We need to invest a little bit of energy to get that energy back. We might not get it back straight away, but it goes back to what I said before. What's more painful? Staying where you are.
2: stagnant, yeah.
1: Or taking that pain to move forward.
2: Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that you've, you know, I'll say it again, and because I think that it, it, again it will make that point once you've made a decision right to step into your power to step in say for instance right you're in a corporate job like me and you want to make a difference you're thinking this is shit i don't want to do this every single day i'm bored i'm mindless this is soul destroying what do i want to do and you're sitting there and you're thinking or oh, i just love to talk but how the hell do i earn money from talking Just go and look at examples, right? And you will see there are speakers out there that get paid like tens of thousands. I mean, Bob Proctor to go and see one of his events is like 10 grand. And that's like, yeah,
1: Yeah.
2: if you go and ask them if they, you know, want to do a talk with them, it's like a hundred thousand pounds, right? Just to come in for an hour and have a chat with you. So if you're looking for, you know, the examples, they're all there. But the main thing is to make that decision, right? I am now prepared to make that decision. I want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to work in the corporate world. And that is it. And then things will start coming to you. And they might be like, oh, they're taking redundancy. And at first you think, oh my God, I'm going to be made redundant. Fuck. Like this, this is serious. Oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? But then you've got to remember you've asked, you've asked for that to come to you. Because you've made a decision and now it's time to go. And now it's time to make that decision and go.
1: Yeah. Do you know what? You've mentioned this a couple of times and I'm on this podcast because I'm hoping that she'll um, actually listen to this. My wife is actually being made redundant. She's an amazing um, service designer um, and where she works at the moment. They're just stupid. I don't know why why they're getting rid of the team. However, I've said to her, do you know what? Let's, Let's get away from this. We have to do this, 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 that, and the other, like our parents did and like we did in Victorian times. There are opportunities out there and, and 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 like you, Joe, it's difficult and it's hard and it's scary, but you've got to go, do you know what? I'm getting made redundant. I'm going to get some money. And actually, you can either say, that's going to last us six months or you can say, do you know what? I'm going to spend some of that money to invest in myself, to get what I need, to work with people that are going to help me build my business. Yeah. And then- I'm going to go out there and actually I'm going to make me, I'm not going to wait for other people. And that's pretty much what you did, isn't it? That's what you did. So that segues really nice because I want to know about Joe, the business strategist. I want to know about why you do what you do, because what you do is quite unique. You're not, although... know no, no. it is it is I mean I, I I'm obviously I'm obviously a man and I've completely messed up your whole business model by being involved on your Facebook group and stuff um, but yeah tell me about why you went why you're doing what you're doing what was that change that you thought I want to do this I want to be a coach I want to be a business strategist but what is it that you do and why are you so unique and how are you helping the people that you're helping
2: well, I think I'm unique because I'm very sort of like authentic and I'll say it how it is. I don't sort of like bullshit around things and I'm very, very good at sniffing out your own bullshit. So for instance, you come to me, and you talk to me, it's a very sort of like fine and clear cut, point where I say to you actually it's this that's holding you back and I can see it very crystal clear so say for instance you know you come on board with me and you're sitting there and you're thinking Saints holding me back and you know I've got all these things and da, da, da. I mean I had a client call the other day and this is just an example and we were having a conversation and I immediately wrote down self-worth issues and we were talking and she was talking and and I just sat there and, I, and she was kind of going around the subject and and I said this is all about self-worth and that was it she started crying and I was like boom there you go within 15 minutes you know and that's what I do I can really kind of like cut it down and cut it really deep within you and that sounds awful but it's like you have to know what's holding you back to actually make that step into your power Mm-hmm. Um, and i think it's really really important that people know that there are things holding you back and it's and it's a belief system that you've all been told so let's just go back to the question is like i got into business strategy so to speak because i worked in business development but i don't have a business coaching diploma and people say to me oh but you know i can't do this because i don't have these qualifications and i go back and i say I don't have a coaching degree in business right I have a life coaching diploma but my experience in the corporate world taught me all about forecasting and goal mapping and da 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 da, da right so that makes me the perfect kind of business strategist because I can see all those parts of your business services products, packages and how it will work right and how you can kind of get the longevity out of your business too right but then obviously the mindset is obviously because of where I've been, having had the, the stuff that's happened to me, the dramatic life that I've had, right, has then led me into the mindset thing, right? So they work cohesively together. and um, So that's why it makes me different. And I just think I just bring a different um, kind of authenticity to everything, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you know I agree with that completely. And, and I think it's the way that we are, Indoctrinated, and if you look at the corporate world, you look at the public sector, it's all like you need to have this qualification, as if an academic qualification gives you some. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, It is nice. It is important. But for I mean, for me personally, I don't have a psychology degree. Hmm. I don't have you know what what. Why should people work with me as a, a rapid transformational therapist? I tell you what, it's because I've been to the dark place. Yeah, I've been exactly. Place that no academic can go, no psychologist can tell me what I felt, how I did it, and all exactly. of it. But who and can tell need, me? Yeah, and you
2: don't that, need a piece of paper to actually like, make those transformations. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. You know, c- centuries ago, when we, we needed to hunt animals. You, you, in the tribe, you didn't go to hunting animal school and you got a diploma in killing antelope, you know, or you picking berries. You,
2: you learnt, and this leads perfectly into coaches, you learnt from your predecessors, you learnt from your mentors. Everyone has a mentor in life, whether you know it or not, right? That might be your boss, because my boss was amazing, amazing before he left, and I got, you know, another boss that was horrendous. <laughs> but my boss was just the most amazing person ever, you know, and I I owe a hell of a lot to him. He was my mentor, you know, and he gave me that step up, you know, to everyone told me, going back slightly into the corporate world, I've always been using law of attraction, but not purposely. Mm -hmm. And I've always done things and always wondered how the hell I get things and other people don't. And it's like, I remember specifically Thinking to myself, right, I remember when I first joined the company and I just thought to myself, I need more money. Like, you know, I I, I want more money for myself, right? And I kind of conjured up this idea of like, all right, I want to be an events planner. I was doing events at the time. I thought, yeah, I'll make a great events planner. I'm great at organising, right? And I sat there and thought, how am I going to do this within my own business? Like, how am I going to do this and work in the corporate world? And I just went to my boss and just said to him, I really want to be an events planner. And he went, oh, okay. And I said, can I do that on the side? And he went, oh, yeah, as long as it doesn't affect us. Then what happened was half of my marketing team made redundant. And I was like, oh, look at this. This is great. I was then subcontracted into my marketing team, whereas other people had to take on more tasks and more responsibility because people had been made redundant. I was then paid to then do the events. So I was like, this is cracking (laughs) so i'm sitting in my lunch break event stuff right (laughs) and getting paid for it so this is like things always happen and like you can really when you start using the law of attraction and even for the most simplest of things like you can attract anything to you if you really have that decision like to go for it in the first place so That's the main thing I want everyone to get out of this is just that make that decision to make the change. If it's the person you want to be or to step up into, or if it's, you know, you want to leave something behind, you want to change relationships or your job, make that decision, make it, and then everything will start falling into place.
1: I think that's really important because um, I know when I look at my purpose, my why, Mm. they absolutely link to everything I've done in the past mm. so, so it's been there but I've not known that
2: of course
1: however I know it now so as I move forward to whatever the future holds I personally know that I'll still live my purpose but I'll live that under my rules not under Because yeah. I don't know if Tracy's the same I mean have you found that with the way that you're going with your yeah goals?
0: absolutely yeah <clears throat> when I look back it's like there was all these signs this is what I was meant to be doing but I needed the experience I needed to learn the lessons to enable me to do what I'm now doing Mm -hmm. and somebody put Marissa Peer or RTT in front of me two years ago six years ago whenever Mm -hmm. in the right time because I didn't know what I know now um even at that point like Joe said the secret was handed to me gave me the book and that was the catalyst that started me off but even from that point it was a good four or five years before i had learned everything and was ready to start this this journey that i'm on now
1: see i didn't know that now this is really really interesting because although my journey for me to read the secret the book I'd read another book beforehand and then I read a book by Marissa Peer because that was more about RTT. But that the third book I read was The Secret. Mm. And it's interesting, isn't it, that for all of us, and I'm sure probably loads of people are out there, The Secret has come in at some point in their lives. You know, Abraham Hicks, all that sort of stuff, Law of Attraction.
2: Well, I think Abraham Hicks is quite heavy going. (laughs) You have to be... In it, like I think, the secret <coughs> is the perfect book to start with. Yeah. yeah cool. It has all the simple. It's like got simple explanations in it. It has like the very basics. Whereas I think if you go straight into Abraham Hicks, that would blow your fucking marbles. Yes. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know like where where to even use that. Yeah, that, that was, was my like, that
1: was my book after the secret. Yeah. I I I, re- yeah. I read the Abraham. Like, Hitch, you know, because if people
2: that don't know, it's like. If, if you look up Esther Hicks, she channels Abraham. So that's her like transmitter. And when you're sitting there thinking, what the hell does that even mean? You can look at her as a type of like medium if you yeah, like. It's it a same thing, right? <laughs> but you think, what the hell is she talking about? Right. But when you start listening in, when you when you have a a knowledge of a, a deeper, deeper knowledge. Of the law of attraction and your energy and the inner work and your inner self, right? You can then easily get into that. But it's a it's a, it's a journey, and it's your own journey, and it's whatever it works for you.
1: But yeah. it's a good book to start with. I, yeah, and actually, if you don't want to watch the book, it's on Netflix. It's probably on YouTube as well. But anyway, let's go back. So, Joe, the business strategist, yeah, tell tell us about. It's not a niche, but. Your your business came from a decision that you that you made purposefully hmm. in regards to your own life experience. So tell us about what it is specifically that you do, who you help, and why people should be coming to see you as if they want if they if they want to start their own business or they need advice or they need help.
2: Well, I think firstly, it's just that if they are, right, so first things is is I help mums. Although Marcus is in there, and we'll go into the story, because I do think it's quite a funny story, really, and that's <laughs> why we're all here, right, together. So I do a lot of free masterclasses, um, and i done a boot camp, um, a five-day boot camp, um, or five-day workshop, should I say, back in April, um, and what I actually did was I asked everyone to add people in so I explained to my ideal client was like mum's looking for um, she's laughing because it's her. <laughs> workshop, right? but basically um, I was explaining right like, right mum's in business mums who have their own online businesses and mums that really want to step up and I can't remember what it was called was it no it's fully booked in five days it. so the whole workshop was about sort of like making the changes that you needed to make to get fully booked in your business in five days. Now, a lot of people had major, major breakthroughs, right? Marcus being one. But what actually <laughs> happened was is that Tracy accidentally invited Marcus <laughs> into the boot camp or the workshop and then messaged me afterwards like, oh, my God, I am <laughs> so sorry. I've got to apologize. I've just invited some dude into... Really good, he's really good, but he's you know, he's this new um, RTT therapist, and you know, blah, blah blah. And I think he could get a lot from it, but
0: if he you- really wants to stay. But yeah.
2: you really would like to stay. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And so basically, I do help mums, right? And I help mums build their online empires to six figures. And here's this dude coming in here. So we do actually call Marcus Marcia. Marcia,
1: yeah. We we changed my name just so that everybody... So,
2: and this leads <laughs> perfectly into what I help with. I help transform...
1: <laughs> I haven't had a sex change, by the way. I just, just want to...
2: <laughs> um, and transform their businesses yes. and their mindset, right? But obviously, Marcus um, has been allowed in because he had such breakthroughs. And I was so sort of like, um, I don't want to turn people away because obviously, with me, you know, it's who I'm aligned with. My ideal client is a mum who is at home, who is unfulfilled, who is like, this is shit. I want more. I'm a type of mum. And just to, to point out to everyone out there and whoever is a mum listening to this, I am a mum that goes to these baby groups and thinks, oh my God, is this what my life is all about, right? And I'm not one of those mums that embraces all that stuff. I can't stand it. I'm very sort of like, I want to be in my business. I want to be helping people. I want to be around people. And I don't like all that side of stuff, right? So it's okay, and I want this to be a point in this podcast, it is okay to want more, okay to be a mum and want more for yourself people always think that it's selfish like oh my god I couldn't possibly have my own business and work around my children how would that work and they would be neglected and but you know you make quality time for your children and you can have a business and life and that's what I do I help people build their online businesses around the
1: kids Okay, and I want to clarify something here because I think this is really important because if there are any mums that are listening to this, and I know from my own wife's perspective, um, when um, ours were, both our boys were born, she had to go back to it. It was a necessity, you know, and I know that she was wracked with some guilt of the fact that she had to go back because society says, you know, you should help look after, you should breastfeed, you should do all this sort of stuff. So she had all these guilts and she's very similar. You know, she wants to, it's not that she... She wants to work per se, but she wants to have a purpose. She wants to do something. I think this is really key of what you do. You allow moms not just to be moms. You know, you're not just a mom. You're not even just a dad. You're your own person. And actually, by having that passion and that desire to live your person purpose, you're actually giving that to your children as well. But I think it's really important to say, since you've done your business and you're now doing the amazing stuff you're doing, how much... How much time do you get to spend with Daisy compared to if you had a nine to five job? Oh, I I get
2: to spend so much time with Daisy. Like literally, I only work 10 hours a week. So I do Mondays and I'll be changing it in January. Monday, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'll be working. And they will be my, you know, the three days that I work. But she will be home by half past three. So at the end of the day, like she's with me until she goes to bed. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're at home. Um, But also it means that I'm a better person because I'm able to do the stuff that lights me up. I always find like when she's at home and it's the six weeks holiday, we're like so busy. Like literally I close my business down over six weeks because I'm just like, oh, I, you know, I can't be doing that and this because I'm one of those people where I don't have help with her. Um, You know, like family, we don't have that because they all decide to die on me. But at the end of the day, like this is, this is my life. And, At the end of the day, I feel like I spend more quality time with her, and I'm excited to spend quality time with her, versus sort of like going into the nine till five job, which isn't ever nine till five because you have to do the traveling and everything else. Right? It ends up being like the twelve hour job, and then you just get to kiss your kids goodnight. At the end of the day, I don't want that for her.
1: So let me let me just let me just quantify this now. Hmm. You live your passion doing a job that you love, which isn't really a job because it's your passion. Oh yeah,
2: it's easy. You're earning... I just get to talk to people. Yeah,
1: you're, you're earning amazing good money and you help other people to be able to only have to work those sort of hours and earn decent money and spend time with their kids. Am I, just get, am I getting that right? Yeah,
2: exactly that. Absolutely. Okay,
1: so, so why would nobody not want to work with you? Why would nobody want to have that lifestyle? Why would anybody choose to want to work the nine to five put up with all the bs that you have in the corporate culture so really you're not a business strategist you're a freedom strategist
2: yeah you can call it that you can call me whatever
1: you want <laughs> <laughs> i won't do that on on, on here actually oh, because we're doing a podcast <laughs> um,
2: yeah. it's what i give so it's the result so, yeah, so the result is freedom. The result is, you know, freedom of money, freedom of time, freedom of flexibility. You know, I want my, I want my clients to be able to, you know, know that they can have it all and be the best version of themselves and be a mum too, you know.
0: What would you say to somebody who wants that lifestyle, who wants what you've got, but thinks or almost puts you on a pedestal and says, "Well, she can do it because that's who she is. I can't. That that's not who I am." Well, that would come down to
2: a, well, that'd come down to a self worth issue first of all, because Absolutely. End, what would you say? because at the end of the day, everyone's deserving of success. Every single person is here to serve. Some sort of purpose um and they might not know what their purpose is right now they might just be thinking well actually you know i this sounds amazing but where do i start well i would say to them first of all write down your passions write down what you're passionate about because you can make money from whatever you want and there's so many examples out there go on udemy or whatever the site's called or click click bank whatever it is people have got courses on there about bloody trimming eyebrows and they make money from it. I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like people are making money from that, right? And people buy it. So at the end of the day, you can make money doing whatever you like. So I would write down your passions first of all, and I would say to you, you are just as good as me, if not better. We are so much more powerful. You know, we've got an infinite power within us, right? To do whatever we desire, but make that decision. And I would also say this is a really good conversation for faith over fear. Um, because a lot of the time we are very institutionalised to run our lives in a certain way. You know, you have to go to school, you have to go and get a good job. You have to get the grades, first of all, to get the good job. And then you get the good job and then, you know, then you might have a career for five years and then you might decide to have children, then you give up that career and then you have your kids and and you get stuck in this sort of like um, this this hamster mill, right? And you're going round, and round, and round, and round in circles and yet you're not getting anywhere and you've led this life the last 25 30 years that's really not yours it's someone else's right yeah. so it's now time to actually embrace empower yourself and every single one of us has got a leader within so i would write down if this is you and you are seriously thinking about moving into you know an entrepreneurial world i would write down exactly what you want right i would write down your passions and i would write down What's fear and what does faith look like? Where are you running from it? Where are you in fear of it? What does it mean? So a lot of people will say, well, how can I walk away from my corporate job? How can I walk away from that? Well, it's simple, right? You make a decision that you want to become an entrepreneur, right? And you let faith unfold in front of you. People go, what the hell? That's like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense. But once you're in it, it makes total sense. Because things, people, means will come to you. If you mm. lead by faith rather than fear, everything will start showing up. And you will see things. You will see like little signs
1: as well. Wow. Wow. So that is part one done. Pop over to the next part, part two, where we're going to continue this amazing conversation with Joanna Bullock, myself, and Tracy. I hope you enjoyed part one. I'm sure you'll enjoy part two even more. So take care, everybody. Go and check out part two. You will learn so much more.
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast, why don't you come and join us at facebook.com forward slash talking underscore minds and don't forget to give us a little like thanks very much for listening see you soon